with a smiley face made out of chocolate chips and your fluffy weekend pancakes. Yummy, 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 yummy. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Hello, coming at you from All Day Breakfast Central, uh, Matt O'Kine, Alex Dyson. Pleasure to be with you. How are you today, Matt O'Kine? I'm excited because uh, about well, six years ago, I had such a great festival at the Big Top in uh, Sydney on the, on the old uh, Lunar Park uh, sit show in, in Lunar Park there. I'd gone on a couple of roller, roller coasters, done a bit of dodgems, and then went and saw this incredible gig where a young artist came up to me backstage, said, oh, Matt, I'm such a fan. I listen to you you, to you and Alex. And I was like, oh, that's very nice. And I said, oh, what's your name? And she's like, oh, Grace, but I go by the name of Morat. I'm actually on soon. Little would I know that this incredible, like, I think it was her second gig ever at this stage. <laughs> and, man, she has gone on to absolutely kill it. She makes music that sounds like this. Better, I need you feeling better. Absolutely amazing stuff. I've, like, just accidentally, I end up voting for a Mallrat song every year, the Hottest 100. It's like she releases absolute tunes. Yeah, she was 17 back then when I first saw that that gig on stage, I think. Um, She's still, you know, only 22, but is nominated now two two noms this year at the Arias. I can't wait to have a chat with her about how well this, you know, her career's grown. That's right. And the Arias are today. So let's have a chat about that first up for this Wednesday's episode of All Day Breakfast. Hello. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Well, Matt O'Kind, a big event happening this evening and it's it's bittersweet for me to talk about it because I'm pretty sure that tonight will be the first Arias since 2008 that there wasn't a uh, a little rat dog uh, scuttling around. Oh, no, <laughs> you didn't get the invite, mate. Well, no, no, not many Victorians did get the invite. Although, you know, with borders opening up, potentially there could be a few uh, special surprises there. But uh, no, no, unfortunately, uh, won't be there. You've you've got something to do. What are you doing with it, though? Me? Yeah, Me? Oh, no, just a cheeky nomination for oh, Best Children's Album. That's nah, okay. But actually, me and me and my good mate KLP, we do make up a kids' uh, act called Diver City. We will be hosting the... Uh, the well, we, we'll, we will be a part of the pre-show celebrations uh, nice. alongside our mate Ash London. She's going to be hosting the pre-show. So you can uh, definitely check that out. Um, it kicks off 4.30. But, yeah, it's exciting times. We're even we're, we're chatting to Morat later on in today's episode. She is nominated. Yep, certainly is. So that'll be good to have a chat to someone who's nominated for both Song of the Year and Breakthrough Artist of the Year. That is coming up a little bit later in the show. But, um, oh, it's been a good one over the years. The first year, Robbie Williams performed. I remember wearing a, a dumb dumb suit along to that one. Uh, what are you wearing to it? You got you see your costume still floating around? <laughs> the, the leotard is still going strong. Well, I, I guess you're not it. allowed to dress up as Maddie Ziegler anymore, are you? <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm, is, is, is Maddie cancelled? Is Sia cancelled? I don't know anymore. Well, they're certainly not allowed to dress up as you. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
I am very much looking forward to Hey, I'll tell you what. Yep. No, okay, all jokes aside, who's been killing it at the moment? Lime Cordial yes. have got an incredible amount of nominations. Maisha are nominated oh. for many as well. you got your, your favourites like Flume, Amy Shark has been nominated for a bunch. Uh, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a different event this year. You know, not everyone's gonna be under the same roof, but it's not gonna stop celebrations from happening. Not at all. And inducted into the Aria Hall of Fame, and not before too long as well. Archie Roach will be getting a uh, a big tribute. What a career uh, he's had! So absolutely incredible. Looking forward to that. Always always been my favorite part the the sort of Hall of Fame. Like the looking back at yeah the impact that these sort of artists have on Australia and the culture and the fabric almost of the of place. And absolutely none more so than Archie Roach. Oh, incredible stuff. I mean, he's a singer, he's a songwriter, guitarist, campaigner for rights for Indigenous Australians, someone that has really inspired so many people over his decades within the industry. But, I mean, that's we're looking at a person there, you know what I mean? And I think there's mm. actually, they've actually added, um, I, I don't want to get in too much trouble for saying this too, you know, before it's announced, but they've actually added a new a Hall of Fame that's just for a song. You know mm. what I mean? These artists like Archie Roach, they've they've captured our hearts, you know, over the over the many years they've been performing, and, and so have some of the great songs that have come out of uh, Australian the Australian industry. Yeah, they've they've brought it in. I mean, they have Song of the Year, sure, Song of the Year is good, but you only need to compete against what a thousand songs. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, what, what about, about over a lifetime? What about Song of the Century? Exactly. Like, what about a Hall of Fame for songs? And they've actually done it this year. For Australian music, music that was created across this wide land. Yeah, and you'd think that, um, you know, something, you know, maybe Powderfinger would be up there, you know, a bit of These Days or something. Eh. Might get a look in, you know, uh, some Sky Hooks or, you know, Cold Chisel or something like that. Yes, maybe Casey um, Chambers. She's taken yeah. out a lot of golden guitars. Yeah. Could yeah. she go Song of the Century? Yeah, but um, but no, it's actually something a little bit more. Well, it's, it's a little bit more worthy. Welcome to the Aria Song Hall of Fame. It's now time to present Song of the Century with your host, Matt O'Kine. When people think of Australian musical legends, they think of one man and one man, Dolin. song the Rolling Stone magazine called Inspired. The New York Times referred to as Phenomenal. And the University of Rome's Cultural Studies Department has called Problematic. But there's no doubt that in 1980 the musical world received one, a spicy, a meatball. What's the matter you? Hey, gotta no respect. What do you think you do? Why you look so sad? It's a not so bad. It's a nicer place. I shut up your face. That's my mama can I remember. Big accordion solo. First performed on stage at Marijuana House, Brunswick Street, in 1979, and I'm telling you that was an actual venue. Audiences may have shut up at their faces, but they opened their ears. Earning this track eight chart-topping weeks on the Australian charts, as well as topping charts in South Africa, New Zealand, and the US. It's not to Italian culture and language inspired many, including some of the greats, such as Freddie Mercury, whose song Bohemian Rhapsody was pretty average until they wrote this part. Mamma mia, mamma mia, mamma mia, let me go. Joe also set up the next generation of stratospheric chart blasters who seemingly came out of nowhere 
to capture our hearts and our ears. Oh, yes, I remember listening to Joe Dolce is just a little tadpole. When I tell you what, it really ring-a-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding my ears. Lauded by many as a modern-day masterpiece, Shut Up Your Face, which is the explicit version, of course, the clean version being called A Shushy Your Mouth Up, has been covered in French, Italian, and even in Samuel L. Jackson. It's not so bad, it's a nicer place. <laughs> I shut up, or you face. Oh, we welcome Shut Up Your Face, a song for all time about a rebellious Italian boy into Aria's official Hall of Fame. Before Twitter decides it's not appropriate anymore. It's not so bad, it's not so bad. Yeah, go ahead. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. No, I feel a buzz. Well, Alex Dyson, get out the horseradish cream. Get Uh-oh. out the the peppercorn gravy. Get Is, out the Yorkshire why? puddings. Why, why? Why am I getting so much tang out? Why? Why is this happening? <laughs> get out the mashed potatoes. Get out the roast veggies. <clears throat> Because I got some beef. Oh, here we go. Okay. <laughs> oh boy! Oh I boy! Mean, let's just just quietly. You can't put much horseradish stuff on on beef. It's no. Just, you have to put the tiniest little smidge. It's, it's just be, a little tiny smidge. You got to be very careful with that horseradish. Okay, <laughs> don't go slathering. You cannot slather. Apply it with a nail polish brush. All right, that's how I apply my horseradish <laughs> creams. Anyway, all right, you've got beef. What do you who you got beef? With? Neighborhood beef. What's happened? You know what? I was thinking because you know it's. I was like, the it's kids so nice. kick the kick the ball over your fence again. No, no. Um, I no. I'm in great spirits with my neighbours. Is uh, your neighbour not mowing your side of the nature strip? Is it stop leaving a line? No, because well, you, no, you know, you, you see your community, you see people around or your suburb all the time. Maybe the same people that you catch the bus with every day or it's the, you know, the, the same kids at the playground or whatever. And it's nice when everyone's getting along. Oh, it's idyllic. But when there's beef, it ain't good. And unfortunately, I've got some beef with my local ice creamery. Uh-oh. Did okay. I say, I'm sorry, sir, you cannot have more than 10 free samples? <laughs> Actually, <laughs> no, yes. I, that you is... say they're free and I need as many as I can. That's Dude, about a that kind. is literally why I've got beef. <laughs> <laughs> he said, the guy said, I said, oh, can I just try another one? He said, I, I only usually allow only two tasters, but I'll give you a third. And I was like, mate, in my head, I was like, you know what? I don't need attitude. <laughs> So this will be the last time I'll be frequenting this establishment. Wow. All right? You've, you've, you've cancelled the uh, the ice creamery man. Mate, he's, do you know what he's lost out on there? Okay? <laughs> Being so stingy with his taste. Getting, says, oh, mate, do you understand? Getting annoyed every single day. He's missed out on that. Oh, he, boo-hoo. What, what he has missed out on, okay, because you know I'm a big taste tester, Alex Dyson. Whenever I, I go I anywhere. I certainly know you are. <laughs> whenever I, really- I go anywhere. Absolutely, every, especially craft beer. <laughs> oh, mate. I'm, oh, are I'm you talking, one of people that's like, oh, could I get a little sample of that from the taps? Absolutely I am. Wine at restaurants, I always say, can I have a little taste, please? Every single time. One, you get to try different things. Two, you, if, you, if you taste enough of the beers on, on tap, you know, the more taps, the more tastes. 
then suddenly you're getting like, you know, a little half middies worth. And then you get upset with the proprietors when you go, no, I'm running a business here. I'm, hey. I'm literally throwing out spoons every time. In a, in a global pandemic, this guy's putting his gob over multiple spoons. And not only that, he's, he's allow, allowing for your Karenness and saying, all right, I'll give you another one, despite the store's policy. And you're coming here and slamming him on your podcast. Now, I just want you to sit back and have a think about who the audience listening right now, you listening now, is going to side with. Unbelievable. What what he has just done. It's about return on investment. Okay. For that that small third taste, right, without the bloody... Attitudes, hundreds and thousands on top that he's sprinkled, right? What we are looking at here is a very long-term return customer relationship. All right, where I would be investing upwards of seven to eight dollars a week, okay, at this proprietor. Whoa! Wow. Okay. Okay. You seven to that, eight dollars a week. You partner that. This guy isn't giving you. If you, you would have tasted all the flavors then. You could, in five weeks, you could taste every flavour at two per week. Yeah, no, no. I wanted to try three flavours and and I did not need to feel bad about that, okay? <laughs> nah, well, you know what? What I don't care. I'll go to my, right. my favourite ice creamery that dishes out taste tests like there's no tomorrow, mm. who are flinging them around on the old wooden sticks like they're <laughs> Like their buddy Donatello and a, and a staff flinging ninjas around, <laughs> flinging, flinging foot soldiers. That's how they were, he was flinging the ice cream so, at my good at the good place. So what what flavour did you go for? Always salted caramel. Well, then why taste test? Why do <laughs> the taste You got to make test? sure that it's. You got to make sure that because <laughs> you want to try other things. Look. So this guy is here. The man. Okay, I'm trying to look at it from the guy's perspective. He's standing there. You come in again. You say, can I have three taste tests? You taste three other flavours and then always get salted caramel. (laughs) And then you get upset with him for judging you. Well, well, look, I know where I stand. All right? I'll tell you where I stand. Not in his bloody shop. All right, that's where I'll stand. Nowhere near his stinking flavors. They're not even that good. Screw their ice creamery. I'm I'm out. We're, this conversation is over. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. All day breakfast. Matt O'Kine, absolutely pumped to be chatting to this next artist who is nominated for two arias this evening, including for Song of the Year for this absolute belter. I hope your dreams are amazing. I hope your dreams are amazing. Hope your dreams are amazing. Charlie. maybe sneak my way and I'd like that. Which is an absolute tune ski. Uh, it is Mallrat. Hello, Mallrat. Hello. Well, you're nominated for Song of the Year. You're also nominated for Breakthrough Artist of the Year tonight. And uh, i got to tell you, I'm looking at the other nominees, Alex Yastinor, Lime Cordial, yourself, Maisha, The Kid Leroy, 
That's a very strong lineup. <laughs> They're all incredible. I feel like I, yeah. If I win Breakthrough Artist of the Year, I'll be pissed off. <laughs> 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 I'll be like, I'm gonna let you finish. Yeah. My <laughs> well, you're, you're gonna yourself up on stage. <laughs> <laughs> you have all been incredible. You've all been honestly incredible. Not just this year though, but for so many years. It's so weird. I find the Breakthrough Artist sort of award really. I mean, it's I guess it's the best first debut album. But you've worked so hard to get up to this point. Is it? How, how have you seen the last five years and the growth compared to where you started to, to where you are now? It's been crazy. And you're so right. Like breakthrough feels like a very weird name for the category, you know, because, but I guess, I guess myself and these other artists are starting to break through to the main, like more mainstream Mm. Australia, but it, yeah, it feels, feels weird. It feels like I've been doing it for a little while. And then these, these awards, there is always a certain amount of buffering where it sort of, it happens. And then, you know, as people catch up a little bit, I'm not unlike Zoom calls occasionally. Uh, just yeah. it takes a little while for the audio to to reach out there. But um, yeah, it is interesting. How do you how do you see what what sort of breakthrough things have you found yourself happening to you that wouldn't necessarily happen in the first five years of your career? Well, I have a bed frame now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that one of the categories step. that they you have to have a bed frame to be nominated for breakthrough artist. That is absolutely true. Rather than the old mattress on the yeah. floor. Yeah, my first bed frame, I bought that a few months ago. So, <laughs> But also, I mean, looking at your brand new, your new single, Rockstar, which is amazing, by the way. I absolutely love it. Sounds like this. We're made alongside a producer called Tommy English, who also worked with Carly Rae Jepsen, which I got to say, when I saw that name, I was like... I mean, Call Me Maybe <laughs> is is one of the best pop songs of the 2010s, without a shadow of a doubt. So you've, do you find yourself find, you know, sitting in these situations where you're like, you're rolling with big people now? Yeah, definitely. Sometimes it's it's weird to think about. I swear all of last year I was pinching myself. Well, didn't Mark Ronson come to your show in LA that time? Yes. The way that happened was all really funny because I was with my friend Alan in LA. Like, we had a show... Uh, the next day or something and we had this really dumb joke where we were like you know how that electronic producer marshmallow was always wearing a mask yep (laughs) big old marshmallow on the head yep yeah we were like oh it's probably mark ronson's side project which is kind of (laughs) insulting to mark ronson and i don't know we tweeted like we tweeted something like oh never seen marshmallow and mark ronson in the same room and then i woke (laughs) up the next morning and Mark Ronson had like retweeted it, followed me, and DM'd me. <laughs> and he was like, he was like, "What time are you on tonight?" And I said, to your show. <laughs> oh my god! And that was the most bizarre forty-eight hours ever. But he was so nice mm. and so nice about the whole thing. That's so, that's so awesome. legendary, and it's so great I, when people like that, you know, absolutely, like in the industry, one of the most respected producers and DJs and everything when it comes to um, not only his own music but taste making other people's music as well, which is a great one to have. Something I I think that 
what I think about your, your music more, right, is what I really love is you back yourself and back your songs in and for something like Charlie to uh, to get up for Song of the Year as well. I know that that's a song that you really believed in and sort of had to push to uh, to have it involved. Is this Does it feel really nice to have it connect in these ways and be in, yeah, the absolute mainstream as being nominated for Song of the Year alongside people like the Hilltop Hoods, Five Seconds of Summer, Rules in there, the Rubens, Tones and Eyes got a nod in that one as well? crazy yeah it is a really cool feeling because i i really do believe in that song and i'm really proud of it it's probably the my proudest thing that i've ever done is writing that song and to even have it be a single was so much i had to really fight for that and really stick up for the song so to see it do so well after you know an uphill battle to kind of even get it heard is really rewarding why did you have to fight for it i think a lot of people on my team didn't think that it was like the strongest single option, especially because my single before that was Nobody's Home, which is, you know, it's like a really pop electronic kind of song. And like even my first EP that I was signed on, it's like all dancey pop stuff. Um, and I think because it was a change of pace, it was a little bit scary for everybody. Mm, but it's yeah. done so well. And speaking of backing your decisions, I love how the outro that you've put on Rockstar as well. Let's have a little listen to it. I mean, not all that pop there, uh, Ball Rats. It's real crunchy guitars. It seems like it's a separate song or that literally it seems as if, like it, the chords come out of the amp or something like that. Tell us how you've, uh, why you decided to chuck that on the end because I really love it. Well, I have to give Tommy a lot of credit for that. Um, I loved, the song was kind of going in this cool direction and then we just were putting things through like a million different amps and distortion and then like recording the room rather than, I don't know, we're just experimenting and having a lot of fun and we kind of like kept it in there. At first it was so weird and we weren't sure whether to keep it or not, but then we were like, no, let's definitely keep that. It will be so fun live. Like, <laughs> oh, I can't wait to play toes now. <laughs> I'm going to become like a a mosh pit artist. Yeah. Oh, it, that'd be great. The lyrics the lyrics are quite bittersweet for Rockstar and there's certainly something that I, I, I'm – I listen to every single word, you know, when I whenever I listen to that song. Like, is it based on a, around a person or is it just about a feeling more than anything? Sort of. I mean, all of my songs are kind of in between my imagination and my real world and then they follow the feeling to, I don't know. I like see songs as a bottled up feeling. Um, and it's kind of hard to even give a logical explanation for what Rockstar is about because I wrote it, like, I wrote half the song a year before I wrote the second half of the song. So they're kind of from two different sections of my life almost that were just glued together by a feeling. Mm. Oh, that's really delightful. Well, it is out now. Make sure you listen to a bit more of Morat's music. Good luck for the Arias tonight. Uh, wishing you all the best for that. And I should pass on my thanks as well. And a lot of a lot of fitness fanatics should pass on their thanks because you were the first person to ever take me to Zumba and uh, <laughs> really, you know, got my love of the... Uh, you know, the dancing and exercising movement. So, more oh, right. thank you very thank much you. for that experience. And uh, <laughs> I appreciate it very much. Love your music. And, uh, yeah, hopefully we'll, you'll have a good old couple of wins tonight or if you get your way, hopefully you don't win this evening. Fingers yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> crossed for my Isha. All right. No, thanks so much, more right. we, we, we love your work and we'll hopefully uh, yeah, be celebrating with you later today. Thank you. I love you guys.
Now, Matt O'Kine, yesterday on the show, we did hear about the Amsterdam incident, which was which was quite a harrowing tale of what one first thought was ro- romance in that it was making out and chocolates turned yeah, out. Right? Just a, just a wayward truffle ended up squished between us. What could possibly go wrong? Not turned a truffle. Out, turned out it was a, uh, a bit of dog poo scraped off the Amsterdam cobblestone. <laughs> That got mushed between two lovers trying to reacquaint. Oh, my Lord. Absolute time. You've got to call up. You've got to call up reception as, like, hello, look, we've. (laughs) we've Yes, you just checked us in, but now we're all covered in poop. So (laughs) you put two and two together, (laughs) but right now we need fresh sheets. (laughs) <laughs> you, you also ruined an Airbnb yesterday, so we, we did ask you, when have you had to call and say, look, there's been an incident? And uh, we do have a couple of people on the line. G'day, Zach from Mildura. G'day, boys. How are you? Not too bad. I mean, I, I've never been the same since going to Mildura in 2014 for the Mildura one-night stand with Mr. Matt O'Kine. That was some weekend, my friend. Uh, Mildura hasn't been the same since, mate. Unfortunately, we haven't had, uh, haven't had the chance to do that one again. Ooh. Oh man, I had I had quite a hell of a weekend that weekend. One of the all-time remember... look, look back at some Matter Card comedy specials if you want to hear more <laughs> about that one. But we got to ask you, Zach, when have you had to report an incident? Well, I uh, I had the uh, the pleasure of um, uh, my she was my soon-to-be wife. Um, I had to make the phone call to tell her that I'd broken my leg the night before our wedding. Oh, no. <laughs> I would have changed my name and moved to Sweden uh, instead of doing that, so, Zach. Wait, 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 Zach. How did you break your leg? Was it was it your fault or was it an accident? What happened? Oh, so what happened was uh, we, from Mildura, got married in Adelaide. Um, and, of course, as you do, a couple of days before the wedding, the boys and I had a house out in Glenelg. We'd spent quite a few days somewhat intoxicated and uh, Friday night we thought right big day tomorrow we better have a uh, we better have a bit of a quiet one and um, one of the boys made the mistake of uh, saying hey you know what you can't do in Mildura you can't go ice skating so <laughs> off, off, oh off we all went God. <laughs> hey that's, hey that's a bit of harmless fun you know what do you what do you do so off we went ice skating having the time of our lives and uh yeah, I hit the wall pretty hard and broke the leg, and yeah, that was the that was the start of that. Zach, saga. I don't know if you've been listening to this show like since we started, but in the very first week, I told a story about how I'll never be invited back onto Neighbours again, <laughs> thanks to an ice skating incident where I got concussed and ended up in an argument with the wardrobe department. <laughs> I reckon nothing good can ever come out of ice skating. Let's shut them all down. <laughs> well, I have been banned from ice skating ever again. So yeah, oh, That's I it. bet the house rules. Um, did that lead to on the big day? What was it? Moon? boot? Did we get a postponement? Uh, crutches? Uh, what did we have to do? No, mate. I had the discussion with the uh, lovely folks at the hospital uh, on the now Saturday morning about whether or not I would be uh, you know, walking the next day. And they said, uh, no, we've got surgery to do. And I'm like, uh, For that afternoon? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so I sort, of, I sort of said, nah, guys, we're going to have to postpone this because I'm going to get married tomorrow. And they're like, uh, sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, did yeah. you... Get married? 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Our uh, our our wedding photographer. I'll never forget her. Invisible Bridget, we called her. She uh, she done a wonderful job. There's only one photo in our well wedding album that you can even tell there's crutches involved. So oh. that was it was pretty good. <laughs> Love a heavy crop. Love a heavy crop. When when, when you called your part your partner and told her what had happened. No, I didn't call her. I sort of went. I was going through in my head who who's going to be the the easiest person to call, and you know, not you know, not get everybody in a bit of a panic. So, I actually ended up calling my future father-in-law <laughs> the, oh. the, the oh. next morning, and uh, yeah, he was. Um, his reaction was pretty much. You're kidding, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Classic son-in-law prank, yeah, you know, the yeah. day before. I'm asking for your daughter's hand in marriage and the doctors are asking for my foot in plaster. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much. So, yeah, no, she was uh, a rather uh, rather 40, 40 degree plus day with uh, with the, the cast and the, all, all, the, all the business going. So she was good fun. And, of course, we uh, spent the honeymoon... Um, Having surgery instead of uh, yeah going going away. So it well, fun. it's better than having to be in a pool and put it your foot in a plastic bag or something. That ruined it anyway. Thank you, Zach. We really appreciate it. No worries, boys. Now, as bad as that was, our next call. Uh, we've been told this requires a squirmy warning, as yeah, you may a... get the squirmies listening to it. All right, so we're chatting to Brenna from Brisbane. Brenna, you had a bit of an incident at a uh, at a concert. I sure did. So I was at an Arctic Monkeys concert back in 2014 and I'd eaten a pretty dirty kebab for lunch that day before the concert. And so when I got to the concert, I was feeling a bit unwell, a bit queasy. And I got to the concert, Arctic Monkeys came on. I felt like I was about to throw up and so everyone moved out of the way because I gagged a little bit. Oh, no. I got a front row seat and then... um. Just as I was at the front of the barrier, I started to feel like it was about to come out the other end. So <laughs> I was wearing red leather pants at the time oh, and no. I accidentally <laughs> pruned my pants and I had to get taken over the barrier in front of Alex Turner <laughs> and I rushed to the bathroom <laughs> and then I kept coming back every now and then to catch my favourite song. But then, what? Um, I mean, did you clean... End- did you clean up? Like, was it? Was it? I how did, did you? Yeah. So, I tried to clean up as best as I could in the in the toilet stall, and I'd come back and catch my favorite songs and go back. <laughs> and then at the very end of the concert, I was still stuck in that toilet stall and I couldn't be moved. And the paramedics came in because they didn't know what was going on, and they wanted to close up the toilet. And um, <laughs> so the gig's finished. Everyone's left the venue, and you're still and in you the bathroom. Can't move. I was just there by myself in the toilet oh, stall. Um, I had to tell my friend as well. She was waiting outside the toilet. She didn't know what was what was going to happen. And then the paramedic asked what was going on, and I had to tell them. <laughs> and they came back with an adult diaper that I had to wear under my red leather pants and walk out of the concert in and ride home in the cab with. Now, <laughs> I've, ne- I've never worn leather pants, Brenna, but I imagine they would be quite finger-hugging and so that anything underneath you'd be able to see quite, quite clearly. Yeah, there was quite a big bulge in that one. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, <laughs> to be fair, I'm so it sounds impressed like you with still, you, yeah, like genuinely. It sounds like you still enjoyed the concert. Yeah, I, I got some glimpses of my favourite songs. I got to see um, 
Yeah, the main ones I wanted to see. You got some glimpses of your favourite song and Alex Turner from the Arctic Monkeys got some glimpses of your poop cut leaking out of your red leathers. I bet you don't look good on the dance floor, Brenna, that night. I bet you didn't look good at all. Not at all. All right, Brenna, thank you so much. You're an absolute champion. Really appreciate you calling us. No problem. Thanks, guys. All day breakfast with a cup of tea with a tea bag stuck in it. Mm-mm. Well, that brings us to another ep- end of another episode of Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Thank you so much yeah, to Brenna. So and glad Zach. that we did that again with that bloody outro <laughs> <laughs> slop that you serve it up. Did mate. you want to do it again? No, we've heard it now. <laughs> oh, this is take two of this outro. <laughs> Anyways. Thank you to Brenna and Zach for uh, for sharing us their incidents. Oh, how good Thank that? you to Morat. Um, and a massive no thank you to the ice cream shop man who still refuses to dish out them tasters, all well, right? Instead of the ice cream shop at Okine, I think you be, need to be going down to your local pizza parlour, uh, which is the basis of what we're going to leave you with today. We heard a bit of Joe Dolce, I mean, Song of the Century. Congratulations to him. What hey, an look, Aussie classic. Can I say, I mean, we, we are taking the mickey a little bit, but Joe Dolce has sold... An incredible amount of albums. It's great. Right? That song has was number one in so many countries. He's also an award-winning poet since then. He, like, and I mean recently, he's been winning, win, won 2017 University of Canberra Health Poetry Prize, won the 25th Launceston Poetry Cup in 2010. I mean, it's it's wild. So good on him. And uh, thanks for letting us have a bit of fun with him. That's it. And uh, we're not the fun's not going to end there because. Joe Dolce, known very much for Shut Up Your Face, but other songs as well, Matt O'Kine, including the one we're going to leave you with. It is called Pizza Pizza. And here it is for you right now to close today's episode of All Day Breakfast. Have fun at the Arias, Maddie. Say hi to the crew for me. Yeah. We'll catch you later. I'm a lover of the pizza all of the time. I'm a lover of the pizza. Give me a little bit, I see, I see it, hey, that's a pizza, pizza. I'm a like the spaghetti, like spaghetti, some of the time, some of the time. I'm a like the spaghetti, like spaghetti, some of the time, some of the time. I'm a like the spaghetti, like spaghetti, some of the time, some of the time. But I'm a love the pizza, all of the time. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au. Pizza, pizza!